Hello, hello, and welcome to Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is Christian Awesome, and I am here joined with the wonderful Jason Saldariaga. This is Anthony Chimenti. Charlotte Reynolds. Woohoo! Yeah. All right, so we are here today in the beautiful city of Seattle, and uh, and I want to know, kind of, Jason, what is going on in this Seattle real estate market before we get into some some quizzes that I'm going to quiz you guys about Seattle history real quick. Ooh, but before uh, that. Yeah, so every year on. you expect, uh, you know, the summer it heats up temperature-wise, but the housing market generally heats up a little bit too. There's a lot mm-hmm. more properties on the market. There's also a lot more buyers generally. Um, and that's happening to an extent, but in my experience, anecdotally, you know, it's kind of softened. For example, there's there's this amazing development. I think it's 15 brand new townhouses in the heart of Wallingford, amazing views of Seattle, um, and brand new construction. Um, they're completing the first townhouse, I think will be done in a couple weeks. So they're mm-hmm. almost done. And uh, my client, uh, this was two weeks ago, looked at them, fell in love with one of the floor plans. There's like five units of that floor plan and we thought it was gonna be competitive. We thought it was gonna be really hot, um, that we had to jump on it. Um, he took his time a little bit and when he got around to submitting an offer, the property had been been listed by that point for like two weeks. It had been on the market hmm. and it was the uh, first offer and he got to go in pretty low and uh, get really what he wanted out of it. That's instead awesome. of and really that competing. Ballard? That was in Wallingford. Wallingford. Yeah. I mean, it's just not what kind of what I would have expected hmm. three months ago, what I would yeah. have predicted for this time period. It's kind of nice. Yeah. That is nice. Um, I know, Anthony, you did an open house at our new listing. Yep. Kind of in Sheridan Beach, which is just north <laughs> of, I don't even know what you described. Yeah, I that. actually had a conversation with someone that came in about how uh, that area was kind of this muddled neighborhood of Shoreline <laughs> and Lake Forest Park. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but it's, it's in that area. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right on the shore of Lake Washington, just north yeah, of Lake just, city, just north of Lake city, like 145th and Lake city. It's north yeah. of that. Yep. Um, but you did an open house over the weekend yeah. and how'd that go? Um, so it is, first of all, the unit is a, uh, the condo units, a one bed, one bath, um, 764 square foot. Listed at two sixty five. That's a pretty big one bedroom. It's a very big one yeah, bedroom. Yeah, it is, and yeah. uh, it, it's a really nice unit. The building um, is really well kept. Uh, HOA is well run, um, <clears throat> and it has great views of the lake since it's right yeah. on the shore there. Uh, but the open house was uh, surprisingly not as busy as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the weather being nice, sometimes yeah. that can lead to people being out and about doing stuff in this area. It was definitely a beautiful weekend and yeah. Saturday was Gorgeous. pretty slow too for, yeah. in terms of the open house. Yeah. That but being that said place. though, for that price range in that location, it's mm-hmm. pretty, uh, I know I was looking at similar properties, trying to mm-hmm. pull up some numbers and stuff and um, there hasn't really been anything in that price range of There's that type a for a, for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. between two hundred and three hundred thousand yeah. for a, a one or a two bedroom. There's really nothing else out there. And this yeah, one's only two hundred sixty five thousand. And it's a good unit. Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, like a lot of uh, only one shared wall and yeah, yeah. So you have yeah, it's you have three walls. 
that are not shared, two of which have windows because it was a corner unit. There's no one below you. There's one person above you, but he's a fisherman and he's gone half the year. Yep, I I met him. Oh, him. nice. Yeah, oh, super nice guy. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. often will bring fish down. Yep, like yeah. Whatever he can, crabbing that. and stuff like that. He'll <laughs> not share. a bad deal. Yeah, yeah not, a bad, crab. not a bad neighbor. Fresh crab. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said he did salmon and crab fishing in yep. the summer, so that's not a bad treat to get when he gets, uh, gets no, back. <laughs> no. And then you got that giant shared rooftop deck that apparently no one is ever on. I know. Yeah, this girl was telling me that she uses it all the time and she never sees anybody. Yeah. But she also, you know, talks to other residents of the building and they're like, yeah, we use it all the time and we never see anybody either. So people use it, but just apparently never at the same time, Mm -hmm. which is nice. It's almost like your own private. Well, the seller, the owner of this place told me that they make a little tray in the morning, especially on the weekends or their days off make a little breakfast tray with coffee and like pastries or toast or whatever. And they bring it out there onto yeah. that rooftop deck and just eat out there. It's so nice out there. I would do the same thing. I mean, yeah, it's you got so beautiful. 180 degree view of the lake yeah. and Mount Rainier. It's just gorgeous. So moral of the story, it's surprising that this property was this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go off about this condo and you're like, oh yeah, what, like, what, what are we talking about again? <laughs> oh, I mean, it is, it's a, it's a really well-located, well-priced condo. Yeah. And it so. did just come on the market. So hopefully, yeah. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be sold. But if it's not, you can always reach out to us and if you have interest. <laughs> um, Charlotte, what's going on with you? Um, yeah, I actually also have a client that's under contract for a house um, up in Greenwood, um, which is cool because I used to live right by it. So it was nice mm-hmm. to kind of go back up there and see. Um, but it was a really cute little house at a great price point. It was listed at 495 and we came in under asking. They did counter back, but she's still, you know, they're under contract for under the asking price. Nice. Um, and they didn't get any other offers. We were the only people that had submitted. So, yeah, um, yeah it's definitely not that bidding war situation that you'd expect to see at Except this time. Except I just made an offer over the weekend. Uh, it, again, lower price point uh, on the edge of kind of Newcastle and Renton. And it was basically there were three offers that came in. Our offer wasn't the highest and we didn't even have the best contingencies. Yet we still got the offer accepted. And you might be going, what the hell? It's because you're awesome. Oh, duh. (laughs) We are the awesome Seattle podcast. So, Um, but no, it was because I had helped her, the buyer, create an emotional connection with the seller. Mm-hmm. And that is what helped us. Uh, and that's where hiring an expert agent whenever you're out in the market uh, can really help because the other two agents didn't do that. And even though they had the strongest offer with the best price, they didn't take that one. So it's not always the best price that, that gets you the offer. All right. So now it is quiz time. So I'm going to quiz you guys. We're going to do kind of fast because I got a few of them in here, a few questions. But I want to know. Uh, if you guys know any of these answers. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, exactly. So, Do you when, want the answer or you just want to know if we know it? I want the answer. the answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally know. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I know the answer. I'm not telling you what I think it is. Uh, when Seattle was first founded in 1851, do you know what its original name was? Wasn't it New York? It was. Wow, yes. Good guess. It was nice. originally <laughs> New York, but... Uh, why is still unclear. So several members of the Denny party, you know, like the Denny triangle, um, they first settled in Alki point in 1851 and they hailed from New York state. So they think that's why they called it New York. 
but then the that kind of group of people moved across Elliott Bay and they renamed it Seattle after Chief Seattle, a Duwamish Indian chief, uh, befriended them. Hmm. So it really it should have been like New New York. New New or Newer York. Seattle. York. Newer York, yeah. Because <laughs> there already was one. Newest York. <laughs> Newest York. There you go. All right, question two. Another history question. After being uh, inhabited by Native American tribes for over 4,000 years, who was the first European to visit the Seattle area? Vancouver? Yes. Wow. George Vancouver, nice. during his voyage to chart the Pacific coast of North America in 1792, he was the one. How did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> ask. <laughs> um... I know that Jason knows this because I have been there with him, but Charlotte and Anthony, do you know that there's an entire city 22 feet under the central business business district downtown Seattle? Yes. Is that where they do the underground tour? Yes. Okay, yes. Then so I did that, know that because I've been on that tour. the reason for the underground <laughs> tour. Do you know why there's an underground Because of the city? fire. Yes. The Great Seattle Fire of 1889. Uh, it started when a woodworker mishandled hot glue and it resulted in a 116 acre fire and it literally reduced the entire city to ash so instead of moving or relocating uh the city the the residents decided to just build on top of the rubble and this time instead of using wood they used brick and steel at least they learn from their mistakes. Yes, exactly. Not to be like a correctionist here, but there's a lot more to the story. Well, there is, but still. You're the like, biggest forever. correctionist I know. So <laughs> I'm trying to play it off like that's not who you really are. The fire was in like the impetus of it, but yeah, they definitely, um, there were issues with drainage and sewer. Yeah, there was a lot of other issues as well, but yes, that's what started. For it. the sake of the quiz, Jason, yeah, exactly. it was the fire. We're trying to be quick here. <laughs> All right, so who do you think was Seattle's first millionaire? That, yeah. Yeah. First millionaire. Um, I mm-hmm. know that I've read uh, this before somewhere, but I can't remember. Someone in the uh, Denny family. I nope. Know. Is it that woman? Nope. Oh. Um, Yesler. Yep. With the, oh, his mill. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so Henry, Henry Yesler, <laughs> he opened a sawmill. Um, he came to Seattle shortly after it was settled. And he became what was the country's first, or built what was the first steam-powered sawmill. Yeah, and what's cool. really cool, in the first podcast we did, we talked about, like, the picture. Yeah. The first picture, the of, first Seattle. picture like, of Seattle. Those, I don't think it was that picture, but the next picture that was, like, mm-hmm. five years later, you can see his mill in it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Yesler also served as Seattle's 7th and 15th mayor. Interesting. Not nice. quite sure why there was such a big gap, but... <laughs> Just came out of retirement. Came out of retirement. <laughs> I'm going to do this again. Uh, speaking of mayors, did you know that Seattle was the first major, major American city to have a female mayor? Bertha. Yeah. Do you know her full name? Not big, Bertha. <laughs> and that not, came later. <laughs> and not the Bertha that dug the tunnel. Yeah. Well, not yeah. big Bertha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bertha Knight Landy's. She held the office from 1926 to 1928, and she was known for taking a hard line against corruption. She actually fired the police chief. Wow. 
How many mayors that are female have we had since? One. Zero. Wow. Zero Seattle mayors that have been Our female. current mayor. Well, okay, sure. Yeah, that's what was so big. Like, okay. oh my God, it's almost 100 years later. Yeah. What progress. I know. Seattle's so progressive. Zero between then and mm-hmm. the current mayor. <laughs> so another question. After World War One, their Boeing had some very lean years. To get by, they started making some things other than airplanes. I love this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. What do you think they made other than Did just you airplanes? Say Boeing? Boeing, yes. Do, 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 they made sandwiches. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, the furniture. Oh, furniture, furniture is correct. Furniture? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Phonograph like cases, air, like, corset frames. They got into a lot. Furniture. If you go into the red barn on Boeing Field, like the their original factory, it's the red barn, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. They ju- they needed money. They got into yeah. a lot of stuff in furniture. Yeah, it was wow. a big one. Yep. I think they did boats as well. They were on South Lake, or Lake Union. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. on Lake Union. Yep. Um, so that was before, you know, all the... World War II and all the jet propulsion engines and all that stuff kind of took Boeing to the next level. Yeah, that's what saved them. Yeah. Um, okay, we only have two more questions. So how long do you think the Space Needle took to build? How long did it take to build the Space Needle? A year. One year is Anthony's guess. I was going to say like nine months. Nine months is sure. Let's go. I was there, were there? two days ago. Oh, when they built it? No, that's true. <laughs> I was, I was and I, I not. I'm not playing like prices right or whatever. I think it was ten months. The correct answer is four hundred days. Whoa, oh. Anthony months. Anthony so months. how many? So like a, for a year, like a, just, <laughs> yeah. just just over year, a year, two months or so. Yeah, yeah okay. Pretty yeah, it was really fast though. Yeah, that yeah. was very very fast. Uh, crazy thing I did not know is that it was designed on the back of a cocktail napkin. Really? Mm-hmm. Edward Carlson, Edward E. Carlson, designed it on the back of a cocktail napkin. It was built for the 1962 World's Fair. Um, it can withstand up to 200 mile per hour winds, and <laughs> apparently a 9.1 magnitude earthquake because their foundation extends 30 feet underground. Yeah. Great. Good to know. I know. Jeez. Now I don't have to worry when I'm up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have like have you guys been up there recently since they redone it? I, I know you have not. Just, no. yeah. I have a friend who does. I know, so do I. It's nice group outing. Yeah. Uh, all right, last one. How many famous bands or art musical artists can you name that are from the Seattle oh area? Gosh. Go. This is our last question. Go, go, go. Nirvana. Yeah. Soundgarden, Pearl yep. Jam, Alice in Chains, yep. Mother Love Bone, Macklemore, Macklemore, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Heart. Yep. Um, oh, Death Cab for Cutie, I think. Is the guy from Modest yeah. Mouse is from. The comedian from Community. Cutie. What's his name? Um, Chris Pratt? No, no. That's. He uh, is from Parks. Here, he yeah. is, but. Uh, oh, that is Parks and Rec. Uh, community. Um, I don't know that show. What's his name? Kevin something. No, I forget. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. That's the guy I was thinking of. Quincy Jones. Yep. Mm. Oh, the guy from The Office. 
Payne, something like Rain Wilson. Yeah. Yes, Rain Wilson. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking musical. I think, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I thought we were talking bands, but <laughs> we have expanded <laughs> our off topic there. What about Kenny G, guys? Come on. Oh, Kenny G. Wow. Okay. That's cool. What? What? <laughs> Okay, That's she's uncultured. Cool. We need to bring her up to speed on this. I, there's she's a ton. I mean, there's so many. I know. Sir Mix a lot. Oh yeah, duh. Kenny Loggins. Uh, I know there was like a, a well, you metal asked us band how many we could name, was... and that's how many I could name. <laughs> <laughs> I think I passed the question. Wow. say you did. You did. <laughs> I didn't realize Kenny Loggins was yeah. in the area. All right. Well, that's all I got. You guys got anything else you want to add to this? I'm really surprised by my knowledge. I, I yeah, you guys did pretty good on that quiz. <laughs> that was fun. Just random guessing. You know? Random guessing. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> you did I, well. I don't really have anything to add to Seattle history facts. Cool. Well, maybe I'll have some more. <laughs> I, I have a question. Did y'all know that there's a forest under? Like, it's a sunken forest <laughs> under Lake Washington. <laughs> We're laughing because that was what the previous podcast was about. So exactly. if you didn't laugh, you need to listen to You that need to definitely time. check out the Timber Pirate episode. Because it does exist. <laughs> and you'll learn what a Timber Pirate is, and it's freaking amazing. And I think they should name the new NHL team Timber Pirates. Yeah. Well, that's a fun fact, too, I guess. That, that is Seattle used to have a professional hockey team. They did, yes. Yeah. Why don't you explain what their name was and what year they won the championship team? Oh, know? man, the year that they won. I'm not going to be able to just pull out, of my, pull out of the hat, but... Uh, they did win the the Stanley Cup a long time ago with the Seattle Metropolitans. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Are you going to wear their like Seattle Metropolitans jersey um, for the first game when they open up? Um, I probably won't. I'll probably have the real jersey by that time. So wait, have they named the team already? <laughs> no. They haven't, no. Okay. Which is why I think they should go with Timber So we Pirates. should start a petition. Seattle Freeze. Petition for... Seattle Freeze or Seattle Timber Pirates. Which they won both the Stanley are Cup. like really know, legitimate names, to be they honest. They won the Stanley Cup in 1917. 1917. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just want to see the mascot for the Seattle Furries. Like a... <laughs> just <laughs> an icicle. <laughs> It'd be amazing. A walking icicle. Well, you bring, like, back the, you bring back the Sasquatch, but it's a Yeti. Or really, like, <laughs> it could just be like a really, like, so sullen, like, hipster. Yeah, exactly. That won't look you in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, it just blends into the crowd perfectly. And like always, just like backing up. He's like a wears a wears into a corner. Or like right. not having a phone ring but not answering it. On that note, I think we're done. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please subscribe, comment, like, and uh, share this if you would. Please tell your friends. This is a fun episode, so hopefully you like it as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, bye. Bye.